Hello, hello everybody to yet another episode of Cricket Unplugged Snippets. This is your host Raghav and it's been a while since we have come I have come on the podcast Cricket Unplugged and as you all know India is grappling with the the in the rat of and the terror caused by the second wave of covid and in these times looking at how social media platforms like twitter especially has turned into sos centers that people are are urging for help and they are begging for help almost it didn't feel right in the way once the ipl got postponed or suspended to have a podcast or to uh, to carry on doing an episode for cricket unplugged in these times but as they say the show must go on and i must thank my uh, close friend vignesh who has been pushing me to intensify and uh, build our movies and music podcast so for the those who are not aware i am also host a podcast on indian movies and music called movies music and memories it's uh, it's uh, up on all streaming platforms like uh, Spotify, Ghana, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I would urge you all to go and uh, give that podcast a go as well. Apart from showering your love on Cricket Unplugged, which you have been doing all this while. But the reason I wanted to bring up that podcast is that the impact that the episodes had on listeners who happened to be frontline workers. Their part of my cricket uh, twitter circle or the circle of friends or colleagues who i have got or gained through my uh, twitter followers and uh, so- something in common with they said is they felt good and it helped them to remain sane for 40 45 minutes listening to my movies po- podcast and that keeps me going to be honest i would just want to observe what's happening around us it's not very conducive to do podcast episodes or write articles it's rather just fo- focus on work and i also reignited my reading habit so i keep myself busy by reading books so i don't have necessarily feel felt the need to put out something new but uh, a chance conversation few days back with one of my close friends mayur where he wanted to know my take on couple of topics pertaining to cricket in the in or let's say some recent developments in the world of cricket triggered me to post this uh, fresh episode of cricket unplugged snippets so on that note let's get into this particular uh, episode of cricket unplugged snippets thanks I'm 
Let's make it a beautiful day. Hi everyone, my name is Mayur and I'm really glad to be speaking to this amazing podcast. Cricket has been one real amazing sport that's played a vital role in my life and I'm happy to share a few pointers from what I have observed. One thing about a few things about the IPL is um, IPL is most likely to be scheduled in the coming uh, uh, August September bracket and uh, the availability of a few foreign players who are key um, to each uh, IPL team's performance will be really interesting to see and how they compensate to that. Another thing is team dynamics might change and this shouldn't have a real adverse effect on the, you know, the build-up that the team has had. Um, me being a CSK fan, I really wish uh, CSK goes on to win the title. I do hope uh, Sam Curran and uh, all the other, uh, you know, Moin Ali um, are all available for the remaining uh, IPL series because they both have been uh, really critical in the success of uh, CSK so far. With the next season coming up, I'm really excited about the two new teams that are going to come up. One team for sure is going to be um, Ahmedabad, I do hope so, and uh, other city is still, you know, guess um, we don't know. But uh, addition of two new teams is something really nice. Um, I what I felt was uh, given the potential, I think uh, they would have they could have gone for a um, a second tier uh, um, kind of system where like how in English uh, football they have like tier one, tier two. So they could have like a tier two of eight eight other clubs, and maybe the top four from this uh, tier two will go on to play in the tier one next year and the top the lower four teams performing in the top tier will go to the second tier so that would actually bring in lot more revenue and lot more opportunities so given the kind of uh, talent that are popping up i'm sure uh, um, there will also be you know seeing the success of ipl I, i'm sure there will be investors running up to uh, grab that opportunity so that could be one thing another thing i felt was uh, then from the next year onwards i feel we can go on with three foreign players because the kind of talent that the ipl has brought in from you know the indian um, sport, sport, sports population is truly amazing. Uh, we can see that in the Syed Mustaq Ali tournament and uh, their performances. Mm -hmm. So every team is pushing, pulling up their socks, and uh, every player wants to do that really, do it really well. So they want to get an IPL contract. So um, that there's no dirt for talent, and I feel uh, we can reduce it to three foreign players. It will give more opportunity and uh, more revenue, you know, more more opportunity is, uh, you know, better for the people of India, I guess. The next uh, 
டாபிக் விச் ஐ லைக் டு டாக் ஆன் இஸ் அ ஃபியூ மிஸ்ட் சீரீஸ் இஸ் டியூ டு கொரோனா வைரஸ் வி வி நோட்டிஸ் தட் ஸ்ரீலங்கா சீரீஸ் வாஸ் ஹேட் டு பி கட்டில்ட் இன் பிட்வீன் அட் த ஸ்டார்ட் ஆஃப் த பேண்டமிக் அண்ட் ஃப்ரம் தேர் ஆன் வென் ஐ வாஸ் லுக்கிங் அட் த ஃபியூச்சர் டூர்ஸ் ப்ரோக்ராம் வி ஹேட் அ ஜிம்பாப்வே ஓடிஐ சீரீஸ் அண்ட் தென் தெர் வாஸ் அன் ஆப்கானிஸ்தான் ஓடிஐ சீரீஸ் அண்ட் ஆல்சோ நவ் த um for upcoming sri lanka odi uh, t20 series so one really heartening thing which uh, we saw see is uh, there there is a real plan, good plan to uh, create an separate odi team and send them for this so and we we have a really strong uh, lineup of players of close to 25 people who could actually go to sri lanka for this that is really nice to see um because um, india going and playing a game in zimbabwe or uh, afghanistan coming and playing an odi series means a lot to them so um given that we are um, playing against india is such a prestigious thing for all the other countries um since we are able to um, field two teams it gives us more opportunity um the f- the whole future of asia cup is really very uncertain because now with the kind of uh, scheduling that is going on and uh, asia cup is a prestigious tournament and i'm sure if india plays in it there will be uh, kohli and rohit all the top players would uh, play in that tournament as well so i think asia cup might get again pushed to the next year as well um and uh, finding a bracket where all the four, all the asian countries participate will be a huge challenge so um the good thing is uh, the the current scenario has given an opportunity to field two two teams for the indian cricket team and that that opens up a lot more opportunities for much more cricketing action so as a fan it is a win win for all of us uh, and, uh, and the last final topic which i'd like to talk upon is the test championship finals it's really heartening to see that india has gotten into the finals and it was not like a fluke or anything because the structure of the whole tournament was um that the two best sides are going to be playing in the final and uh, it's really um amazing how um new zealand and india are going to be playing in that match uh, that indian team combination is also something which we will all be looking forward to because each and every single player in that squad seems to be a real good contender for the playing 11 so it's going to be a real huge challenge for team india to actually pick the playing 11 and uh, go into the game i don't think um, new zealand has that challenge but they do have a really good capable and competent team to uh, match up against uh, india so that's going to be really um, one hell of a competition um new zealand have the upper hand because they they are going to be playing two uh, matches two test matches in uh, in their tour of england that that's going to be coming up in the few next few days so they are they'll be getting actual match practice 
and they could carry that momentum into the world test championship final so that is one thing going in uh, in favor of new zealand uh, it's a, it's a contest of the two best sides and it's going to be really exciting interesting and awesome there are going to be great matchups between uh, really good quality players like um, kane williams and ross taylor and uh, indian bowlers like ashwin bumrah ishan sharma so it's really uh, tough to actually pick the fast bowlers because we have such a awesome pool of uh, fast bowlers great lineup so india indians are going to be um, you know based on the fitness and the performance and that um, and the combinations which would work out uh, i'm sure they would pick up the best playing 11 overall it's going to be a few uh, exciting few weeks where we are going to see the first the test championship finals parallelly we are going to be seeing the sri lanka tour uh, of limited overs game and also we'll we'll also get to see the england tour followed by the ipl so we'll just have to keep our fingers crossed and hope uh everything goes as per plan and um, we're going to get a lot of exciting entertainment um uh, thanks to rago for uh, giving me an opportunity to talk in this uh, awesome podcast thank you bye
Yeah, hi. This is Abhinav, and I'm a 26-year-old lawyer and a freelance uh, cricket commentator uh, based out of Delhi. And th- I'm uh, happy to do a, uh, this uh, this short note for Cricket Unplugged. So, uh, on the point of whether the BCCI should be tampering with the uh, schedule for the India England Test series uh, to play out the remaining part of the IPL, uh, the 2021 IPL, I I am absolutely dead against it. I think Test cricket is the uh, is the holy holy grail of of uh, of cricket, and uh, there is and this series, the Test series, is fixed up a long time back. The ECB has already sold out television rights. They've uh, also sold out tickets, and there's already healthy interest in the in the series. So it's going to be exceedingly uh, unjustified if the BCCI. Who uh, tampers around with the schedule uh, to uh, to schedule uh, to the schedule of the series to play out the rem- uh, remaining portion of the IPL because it's uh, and if that happens, I think it will make for a very poor reading on the f- on international cricket as well because I think it's uh, because international cricket should always have first priority over any domestic. Uh, competition be it T20 or whatever competition is there so I think it's a bad decision that um, they have to that uh, if this uh, if the test series is curtailed and uh, tampered the schedule for that is tampered around it to uh, to adjust the portion uh, to adjust the remain, remainder of the IPL in that so I'm completely against it so that's that's my opinion on it hopefully that doesn't it doesn't happen uh, on the point of whether the pool the considering the talent pool that is now available in india is it a decent idea to uh, to go uh, to have uh, the ipl uh, have to have an ipl team of only three overseas players uh, in the future i don't think that's a great idea because here's the thing uh, foreign players uh, they add a lot of luster uh, to the uh, uh, to the company to the IPL I mean the four overseas players have uh, uh, that combination I think that works perfectly because a lot of these overseas players fill up uh, those positions where it uh, where you do not really find a lot of quality Indian alternatives around I mean you don't I mean India doesn't have a great uh, uh, great uh, depth in terms of fast bowling all-rounders uh, in that sense and explore uh, and uh, really high, high impact, explosive, uh, low order batsman. So I think it's, uh, I think that is a combination that should not be tampered around with. Four overseas players is more than uh, is more than decent. I think, uh, considering talent pool of India, it'll, uh, the number of players will a lot of the players will be able to find their way into an IPL eleven. I think uh, if they're talented enough, I think uh, uh, IPL always. Uh, puts a heavy uh, premium on ta- uh, on talented Indian players. I mean, uh, who where wherever wherever they may come from. So it's uh, not a great idea to tap around around with that uh, with that limit of OCs four OCs players in an IPL playing eleven. Uh, that needs to remain uh, on the WTC fine uh, on the WTC uh, final and the England New Zealand Test series that is about to start. Uh, is going to be very exciting. I think New Zealand. A uh, good thing is that they've been able to uh, go around. Uh, they've been able to get to England earlier than they uh, much earlier than they wanted, and they are getting uh, they're getting a good warm up 
uh, for the WTC final uh, with that test series that'll ha- that'll ha- that's going to start off with, uh, very soon. It's going to be very interesting to see how does the... Because uh, there will be a few pointers uh, to note for the Indian team as well, uh, for the WTC final and then their own uh, test series uh, that'll happen against England. So it's going to be a very interesting series on how uh, does New Zealand adapt to English conditions because they don't have a great record in England. Uh, playing against them and they've often had a few really iffy iffy, uh, iffy, uh, defeats so I think it's going to be a very exciting series to see how does the this New Zealand team especially with that fast bowling lineup how does that uh, show up in England because that will uh, bear a few clues uh, point uh, clues for India uh, for their WTC final in Southampton and then the five that will be happening against England. So this is going to be a very exciting series. Good to see international cricket, test cricket uh, happen once again. And it'll be very exciting to see how, how does it happen. How does that series go through? I think it'll be a very, uh, it'll be a very, very interesting series to to follow, uh, follow around as a viewer. Gina kuara nahi manta paisa tumara nahi manta zindagi jeli hai maine apni hi sharaton pe bol bachan sala ab un kisi ka nahi manta kudiyan bhi mud ke dobara dekhe main aisa hu nazara jis bhi gali se jaau bheed lag jaye mere ghar ka pata to yahan bachcha bachcha janta bad luck if you wanna take me granted so in the world of cricket there have been lot of recent developments that I, I want to shed light on before moving into the topic for uh, this episode of cricket unplugged snippets so some recent developments that I want to shed light on are is the fact that the BCCA I the BCCA is in talks to uh, finish the uh, currently postponed IPL 2021 in the last half of September up until October 10th and 12th. So that would be huge in a way that if a a cricket board can convince another cricket board to tweak their international calendar to accommodate a T20 tournament although it's as big as the IPL, but even then, if they accommodate their already fixed schedule with COVID protocols, guidelines, quarantines, etc. on biosecure bubbles, everything put in, if the uh, ECB relents, it would be a historic moment of sorts, in a way, for the BCCA, as they can clearly, well and truly establish themselves as the single cricket board that runs the world, world of cricket. So it will be interesting to see in the coming days if that news uh, is true or how true is the news and what are the uh, possible uh, options the BCCA has in terms of hosting the tournament. What I read was they would have it in Dubai. preparation for the ICC World T20 which also could be held in Dubai and Abu Dhabi considering the fact that India could be in the third wave of the COVID pandemic in the time when the World Cup is scheduled to happen that is October of this year. So 
very intriguing times ahead on on this front on other side we have a interesting series going on between bangladesh and sri lanka where bangladesh are actually uh, underperformed from what they have been uh, uh, showing on the last few, uh, few years there with the upswing in their performances classic example being the cricket world cup in 2019 where they impressed many people who completely didn't ride or have any hopes on them so that is a ongoing series one more series and one series i'll be really looking forward to seeing is uh, the england new zealand test series so start of the english cricket summer which is going to be a historic cricket summer in in its own right as it's going to host the first ever finals of the world test championship so which is going to be held between india and england in on june 18th at the ags ball in the uh, south southampton and sorry india and new zealand not india and england and uh, it's also historic in a way because for the first time ever english summer is going to have a new format introduced called the 100 where the game is going to be played in 100 balls so it's the uh, literally let's say a complete new experience and i'll be looking forward to seeing how the fans take it because there, there are ru- rumors among people who follow the sport that the 50 over format is losing its sheen and it's losing its relevance especially when t20s is dominating the the schedules and there are a good set of people who follow good quality test cricket so where does 50 overs cricket stand now and i think this is a big development and i'll also be of course curious to see how <coughs> how the english fans take up to this because they are not very thrilled there are certain section of the fans who are happy but other purists are completely disheartened by the fact that the ecb dumped county cricket over a lucrative tournament like the 100 so how it works is county cricket would be played before and after the completion of the 100 so it's not going to be in the usual structure it's going to be truncated which is not what purists want and not what england cricket wants at this stage as they're heading into a five match test series with india in uh, august september followed by a grilling uh, uh, ashes series down down under they would need reserves to the squad they have and in this situation in covid times playing 100 is not going to exactly uh, bring out some test uh, probables for them so that's a interesting angle as well and uh, of course uh just coming going back to the fact that i've been reading books of late so i in the process of last few days back i started reading gunner my life in cricket so that's a autobiography of uh, renowned and recognized umpire and player ian gould who who retired at the age of 62 after the icc world cup uh, in england 
the 2019 world cup so the frankness the candid nature of his interaction with players coaches umpires fellow umpires and everything is very refreshing to see and read and for anyone and everyone who follow the game of cricket there are these books has to be given a read because we have read a lot about players recreating their their a uh, successful journey but we need to hear more voices from behind the scenes so simon toffel's autobiography was fantastic how we uh, presents managerial and leadership uh, skills through his umpiring and now there here is one more book you can give give this a shot either buy the physical copy or you can buy the ebook it's a amazing read i have not not yet completed the book but already i could re revisit and and uh, envision lot of the games he was part of what happened behind the scene what happened during the uh, overs when the camera was not on uh, for, for us to see when he had ad commercials coming on tv what happens a lot of stuff with her and how taxing it can be but as in the words of ian gould umpire in countries like sri lanka and, and bangladesh where it's so hot that uh, almost after every one hour even umpires have to change their socks and shoe because of the sweat so all this is very great to know and i think in times like this when everyone is reflecting and struggling to cope up with the after effect of a, of the second wave i think these stories should be given a read it will be a good pleasant throwback for all cricket fans to the role umpires play as they have been far too much scrutinization and and criticism of the umpire and the umpiring community after drs so on that on that note i would want to want to end this section by uh, uh saying that we were going to hear two voices on this episode of of cricket unplugged snippets and one being mayur who was the one who triggered me to do this episode covering the recent developments in world world cricket and we also hear one of our regular and ardent cont- contributor to cricket unplugged abhinav kumar a lawyer from uh, gurgaon so what are they going to talk about so they are going to talk about the uh, uh, ever exciting prospect of the india and new zealand world test championship final they'll give that takes and opinion on the same and uh, looking at the bench strength of india where we have a 23 contingent uh, indian squad flying to england for the uh, for the world test championship finals followed by the five test match series we have a series in sri lanka a white ball se- uh, series in sri lanka so that goes to show that india has such a wide pool of talent to to choose from so we get to hear from abhinav and mayur on whether ipl should tweak their uh, strategy or policy and have only four foreigners playing to accommodate more indians to get a chance 
in a tournament like IPL. So make it three foreign foreign players allowed per team, and then see how eight Indians go about playing because that's how much the talent pool is there in in, in Indian cricket, starting from under nineteen level, India A, and then all the Ranji Trophy teams. So we'll get to hear whether they want to see that happen or not, and uh, finally. Uh, we have to see the and of course this I was trying to re recollect the exact crux of what I wanted Mayur and Abhinav to uh, give their thoughts on and, and yes the last but not least we want, I wanted to check with them on the gravity of the fact if the IPL does happen and if and uh, if BCCI can pull off something in pandemic times where they have a shorter version a short and quick version to finish IPL 2021 and if uh, ECB and other boards cooperate with BCCI to release their players for the second half of IPL 2021. So on that note, I would leave you all by saying, please be safe, stay safe, stay strong, be there for one, one of the biggest qualities, biggest life skills people have learnt it in a harsh way in through COVID is the fact that you have to be uh, grateful and thankful for what you have. It's easy to blame everyone and, and, and anyone when things are not going your way but or even when things are going your way ego attitude all those things comes in in the way i would urge all of you to put that away and be empathetic be supportive and be strong in these times and unfortunately we are going through a severe second wave of a pandemic and there is a epidemic now which is sp spreading across the length and breadth of India, black fungus and white fungus. So that is also airborne. It's not contagious like COVID, but still it is a big worrying sign because India is considered to be the diabetic capital of the world. So di diabetes plus COVID is a fatal combination as far as black fungus is concerned. But I hope that all my listeners and everyone who's tuning in should not endure any of this. They should be healthy, happy and uh, look forward to cricket and to reasoning about cricket, which is what this podcast is all about. So on that note, we will hand over the mic to my friends Mayur and, and, and Abhinav Kumar. Thank you.